I'm Christina Gerakides, co-CEO of Singularity U Australia and committed to making the seemingly impossible possible. Singularity U Australia stands at the intersection of the values of humanity with the value of technology. Inspire for Five is a place where we have conversations with inspirational entrepreneurs, community leaders and representatives of organisations who are boldly creating a future by design. The good, the bad, the warts and the inspiration. We are leading the way to be the change we want to see in the world. Conversations that bring to light the magic that is happening on a daily basis all over the globe. to another episode of Inspire for Five, where we interview inspirational people who have messages of hope, optimism, and share with us a bit of their journey. Today, we are welcoming back Lawrence Mitchell, who is part of our SU Summit team. He's a wellbeing and change leader. He is CEO of Raw Energy, and he is the editor of Equilibrium. So welcome back, Lawrence. Thank you, Christina. It's good to be here. So we really do encourage people to have a listen to your other, um, to the first podcast we did with you because it was full of amazing information on wellness <clears throat> um, and and how we can feel good, feel better about ourselves. Um, so let's just go straight into um, using time in a balanced way. So that's what equilibrium is. Equilibrium is a state of flow uh, that we find when we're being more productive. And there's five aspects of this that we're going to share with our listeners today the first being the five pillars. So over to you to um, let us know what the five pillars are. <laughs> Elaborate and explain what that is. Yeah, so, so just to kind of re recap, so equilibrium is a state, a, a point of balance, but the point where we feel centred individually. And why is that important? Because when we're feeling centred, we can think more clearly and we can make better decisions and we have lots of big problems to solve. So if we're not centred in our body and in our mind, then a lot of our energy will go to getting us centered. So I guess there are so many things that people can do to get into balance. They could, that in itself can be overwhelming. So what I did is created a framework to support and to bring all of these different tools and tactics together. Um, and there are five pillars. So the first pillar is physical. Um, uh, physical well-being so our body making sure that we we feel good in our body and comfortable in our in our body, no pain because if we're in pain, that's where the energy will go. The second is mindset and emotional well-being. Clearly connected to the body, not separate, but to, to make it easier, we've separated it. And there's a whole load of things that we can do. And mindset is very much foundational to the whole thing. Because if we're in the right mindset, it would determine the food we feed our body, the activity we do, the type of work we do. Um, and emotions are our feelings. So it's our head and our heart working together. The third is connection. So connection, and we look, we look at three types of connections. We look at connection to self, so very much purpose and um, who we are understanding ourselves. And the second aspect is uh, connection to other people, so relationships with other people. And then the third area of connection is um, connection to the natural world. Um, and the research shows that just walking amongst trees helps to improve mental health by 50%. And it's such a simple thing to do, and yet many of us don't do it. The, the, the fourth area is financial well-being because money is such an important tool in our time, but it's got to be in balance because if money becomes our main goal, then it comes at the expense of all those other things. And many people in my experience will sacrifice their physical and their mental well-being for financial gain. 
I'm not saying that whether that's right or wrong, but it's doing these things through choice. And then the last pillar is time. So time, our most valuable source of um, well-being or our source of energy, because it's finite. We're never going to be as young as we are right now. And time and how we use that consciously um, is within our gift. And I always say managing your time is important, but managing your energy, your raw energy is more important because that will help determine the kind of day you have and focusing and managing your attention because so many of us will give away our attention and there's so much, so much is competing for our attention, but that's our most valuable resource. So if we manage our attention, we're managing and optimizing our energy and that will help us um, remain or get back into equilibrium every single day. And I guess the last point I'll say is we're looking to achieve balance across those five pillars at the macro level. And we have tools that help measure that, but then there's a layer of detail underneath it because if you're scoring, for example, um, a minus five in physical, then clearly that's an area that needs attention, that needs some focus to get that back. Because if physical is so out of balance, then the whole system will suffer and we won't be able to show up our, in, our, in our best form and do our best work. I love the poster that you have behind you as well because it almost it speaks to the five pillars. And I, I do need to share with you that if I don't get my connection with nature in the morning and my, mine is a, a walk along the beach, my mental health, my physical health, nothing works as well. Um, and if I miss two or three days, oh boy, does everyone in my vicinity know about it? <laughs> uh, so that, that connection for me is is extremely important because it actually sets that mindset. Yeah. Um, you also mentioned a daily dashboard tracker. What is that? What does it look like? How do we use it? Mm. So over the years, that macro, that big picture, everyone will agree that those five pillars are important. You know, I've tried to, uh, I've taken so many people through this now, hundreds of people, and everyone says, yeah, this is, this is my life. And this applies to, to me. No one said, oh, I don't care about time. The difference in terms of where priority will, will, uh, will change. But what I want to do is create a tool that helps people check and track whether they're in equilibrium every single day because our lives are made up of a series of days and i always say that if we have a balanced day then we have a balanced week and we have a balanced month so the daily dashboard is a way of tracking where you are every single morning to find out whether you're in balance or not and apply action that very day to prevent yourself getting out of balance because the thing with equilibrium is that it's a very temporary state you know as we know every single moment things are coming along that attempt to push us off of balance and that's fine and that's life so we're not saying we want to have smooth sailing the whole time but what we are saying is let's have a toolkit that helps us get back into equilibrium and the daily dashboard helps us to, to track and to measure and we measure um things very much aligned within that within that uh, within that uh, uh, within that uh, framework uh, but specifically we'll look at sleep we'll look at um, mood we'll look at um, we'll, we'll look at uh, food in terms of the number of and I try and make that simple but we look at the number of vegetables and number of plants that we've consumed on a specific day Pretty amazing and yet pretty simplistic and makes so much sense. Um, the next item on your list is one of my favourites, um, the gratitude journal. So I know I keep one uh, and, and I try and pretty good at writing in it daily. But what do you, how do you go about um, utilising the gratitude journal? And is it, is, it, is it a particular journal that you have that you recommend or how does that work? 
it, it, it's a tool. So, so the way the way I recommend is that at the end of every day, um, we have a, a, an end of day process or a shutdown process. So I used to work for um, Sumo Salad and if you work in a retail environment or, or a restaurant, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to go down a shutdown, go through a shutdown process where you'll check everything and then you can, you close the, you close your shop and, uh, and you leave. So it's exactly the same for, for us. So we go through various different things. And then as part of that, we look at what we're, what we're grateful for are the glads or the positive things that have occurred that day. So you do this last thing at night because you want to end the day on a high and say, what are the things that happen? Because we often get to the end of the day feeling overwhelmed and there's always more to do. The to-do list never gets done. But by doing that and having that shutdown process and going through the things that we're grateful for from that specific day, so we're not talking about the bigger things, we're just saying, what are we grateful for for the day that is about to close? Um, that helps to really bring awareness to the positive things that have happened on that day and take that into the night so that we wake up in, in, a, in a much better mood than if we go to bed feeling worried or put so much, which is human nature, we put so much energy on the things that challenged us that day as opposed to things that went, uh, that went well. Um, so I, fi I find that this is such an important tool to really support people from and prevent overwhelm burnout and some of those things that can really um, push us way out of um, out of equilibrium i have a I, I actually have given myself permission to write the smallest little things on there like it might be that i totally enjoyed the only cup of coffee that i had during that that day or or it might have been um you know it might have been a, a quick walk with my dog or something like that they don't have to be momentous things that you are grateful for do you have a particular journal that you recommend do you just write um do you free write do you use technology how do you I, do I free write i mean i just use a book I'm, I'm pretty old school when it comes down to these things so i just hand write in a in a notebook um, and i've got a structure around a template and that, that's the way i i do it i use a on a more a bigger scale i use a passion planner i don't know if you can see that which i find very very useful as well, more from a calendar. So I use a combination, I guess you could say I have a blended system. I have the kind of old school system and the, the, the uh, modern tools, modern technology, but I like to see something physically in front of me. And when I actually write, it feels more real and um, different people have different, different methods, but by physically writing, it feels like I'm sharing and it feels that um, the, um, the worries or what's inside my head come out on paper. And by doing that, I see the solutions. So for me, this is something I've been doing for a long time and having worked with a lot of people as a coach, some people just don't like to write. So it's whatever tool, if you prefer to just to talk, but saying something out loud brings it into the world. So, and you don't have to say it to anybody in particular, but by just saying it to yourself, it makes it real and the solutions start to come through. I've used morning pages, which is another really good um, routine, uh, which is, uh, and I don't, I don't do that at the moment, but a lot of people do, and I did it for, for, for a while, which you just write on paper, unscripted, whatever comes, whatever's going on inside. You don't write that to, um, to read back, you just write it to get, to, to, um, to get rid of some of the negative emotions that are inside of you. Um, I just want to share, since you shared, I'm going to share, that's mine. So, oh, except you can't see it because of the um, I background. But I have a, yeah, it's a gratitude diary, which I've been well, using well. for about six or seven years and I really love it. Uh, and it, it's interesting um, what you say about just writing because the uh, one of the biggest 
tips that I ever read about writing in a gratitude journal was don't write it as if someone's going to read it. Because I think as I was growing up and I kept, you know, a dear diary, one of those, I would always be conscious of what would people think if they read it. So my dear diary turned into the, like a dear book that somebody else might read or whatever, you know, before I die. Uh, but, you know, that, that's one of the things for me is to write it as if no one is ever going to read it. It's just between me and the book. So um, the fourth thing on your list is the balance sheet of life tool, which I, I just I love the sound of that. Um, what can you tell us about that? So again, the balance sheet of life, the way, the way, um, the way I think about this is, Think about your whole life as a as a business. You know, in a business, we'll have a balance sheet which will help us understand. You know, the the balance between assets and liabilities, and it's exactly the same in our own life. Um, but we use we use different language. So we use assets. So what are our assets? Our skills, our knowledge, our behaviors, our relationships. You know, what are the things that you have in your life that are assets to fuel your growth? And then on the other side. We don't talk about liabilities, we talk about challenges. What are the challenges that you have um, that could turn into opportunities? And we create that picture at different points in time, doing it at the start of the year or every quarter is a really good point in time. But what it does, it helps people get a balanced perspective of themselves because people being people, we tend to focus more on the challenges and ignore the assets. Um, but this helps us just by, again, writing it down, listing those assets, you realize, well, I've got some really strong assets that I can leverage. And I have some challenges. Which of these challenges do I want to focus on? And what are the things I can do to actually take on those challenges? And it gives you a much more balanced perspective on you as an individual. And as we know, every challenge is an opportunity. So yeah, some days I find myself going, okay, bring on the next challenge. I've had enough for today. I'm not putting that out in the universe. <laughs> Day, but some days that's what happens um and uh, so the fifth item um inspirational item that we can use um is our individuality so can you talk to that sure so underpinning the entire philosophy of equilibrium is the fact that we are all different and that whilst those five pillars that i talked through and the dashboard and the balance sheet of life are relevant for everybody the specific tools, the specific tactics will be different because we are all different. We have different genetics, different lifestyles, different preferences. So creating your own balance of tools to support you to find your equilibrium is down to you as an individual. So, and that doesn't, and there will be some things that everyone's doing, but they may not be right for you just because they're on trend. And we see that a lot, that people really struggle because they're following the trend, but they're not listening and understanding who they are as an individual. And, and once they get to know themselves, in my experience, that then opens up a personalized approach to nutrition, to measurement, to movement, to the type of work they do, and then suddenly they're moving in their um, on their on, on purpose, and everything becomes so much uh, so much easier. It's pretty amazing, and um, and this is not part of the list, but there's a lot of research being done, and the science is coming back to say that we are, you know, we are energy, and that is we are all bundles of energy um, and that theoretically we're all just vibrating atoms and if all the atoms were vibrating the same way you could actually put your hand through something um, mm. as long as it wasn't wasn't in the way of some of those atoms vibrating the change in your energy from when you from prior to doing this work to post 
um, taking the time to look after yourself, to, to find that equilibrium, um, to nurture yourself. What can you tell, um, tell the listeners about how, what you felt before and, and the transition that you made and how you felt the change? Mm, no, it's, a, it's a good question. And because I do journal, I've got those, because you forget, you know, once you actually change your energy, you forget what it was like beforehand. Beforehand, I was much more in my head, much more anxious, much more stressed. Um, now it's completely different. It's a completely different perspective. And um, I wouldn't say I'm fearless, but when you know you've got the tools to help you find equilibrium and find your own balance, then that is reassuring. Um, and you're much more, you're much stronger, or I'm much stronger and much more, uh, much more able to take on challenges. And it's more what you do with your energy. I called the business right energy because when I started, it was just a blog and that was part of my journey. And this was like 12 years ago, I was you know, CMO, big company. And I started writing a blog and I thought, what shall I call it? I'll call it raw energy. That sounds like a, an interesting thing to have. And of course, over the years, that has turned into really what, you know, if you're familiar with, um, Ayurveda or any of those systems, that's like the prana energy, the chi energy that's inside us. And that's what I mean by the raw, by raw energy. And once you find that, then you can leverage that and turn that into activities and go after your dream, go after your purpose. Because, you know, Singularity U, we talk a lot about the big problems to solve and they're huge problems. And um, change, solving those problems, tackling those requires all of us to find our own raw energy, to feel balanced um, every single day. That doesn't mean there will be some days that we'll have an off day. You know, the other day I just felt it wasn't happening. It was hot. I wasn't working. So I, I knew that I needed to go to bed. It was nine o'clock. I went to bed. The next day I was back to where I was. So we're not looking for perfect people. What we're looking for are people who feel supported and have that inner balance to be able to tackle the external challenges that will come along, are coming along. And you know, if we just look at the last year, we've been thrown lots of challenges. And I almost feel it's it's like we're playing a game, you know, one of these games, and we're kind of trying to find the, our balance and all the things are being you know fired at us right, left, and center. And our got our challenge is maintaining that balance. And if we get knocked off, then we have the uh, the know-how how to get back on so that we can find that balance again. And you've created this toolkit. Um, how do our listeners access the toolkit? Like we'll put the, we'll put it in the notes as well. But can you tell our, our listeners how they can access your toolkit? Because it's quite remarkable. Sure. I mean, there are lots of tools and a lot more tools. So what I wanted to do, because in the, in the work I do, people can get overwhelmed and they can use the tool separately. They actually all go together. So there is a process where you start where you are and then you work out where you want to go and then you you create a roadmap to that to that future. So I've created the um, Equilibrium Success Toolkit just at the back end of 20, uh, 2020. Um, it can be accessed through totalwellbeing.co uh, total forward slash success. Sounds wonderful. We'll put those notes in the list. Uh, thank you from us, particularly for the work that you do um, around wellness, uh, particularly for our programs. So um, I'm not sure whether listeners will be listening to this pre-summit or post-summit, but um, Lawrence has been largely or la largely, largely responsible for the wellness program that, that has um, gone alongside the summit. He has also um, very been very instrumental in supporting us with our executive programs and wellness components around that. So very grateful um, for all 
always your time, your energy, your expertise, your knowledge, and particularly grateful that you have agreed to this second podcast and maybe we can talk you into a third in a couple of months time. Uh, but thank you so much and uh, really loved speaking with you again, as I always do. So thanks, Lawrence. Thanks, Christina. And we hope you enjoyed this episode of Inspire for Five. Please join us again for our other episodes. We are on Spotify, Apple, and several other, um, other means of listening to podcasts. We look forward to your company again soon. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Inspire for Five, the Singularity U Australia podcast. We look forward to your company again on the next podcast. And in the meantime, we'd like to give a big shout out to our founding partner, Deloitte.